Hello, this is Kim Davis and welcome to another in our series Spotlight On. And today we're shining the spotlight on Xylotech. And I'm very happy to have with me in their very nice Cambridge offices, Abby Yadav, who's founder and CEO. Welcome. Thank you. Excited. Uh and welcome to Xylotech. <laughs> yeah, this is, um, you just moved to a new office here, which looks really good. That's uh, moved a little way up the road. Yeah, yeah. So we're not going far away from MIT, but being on the red line, being in the vicinity of the Innovation Hub. So excited to be here, all being in Cambridge, given that we were born here. So it's always very important. Okay. So um, our topic... I think the way we should kick this off is to is to talk about this exceptional focus there is in the marketing technology space on kind of the last mile of delivery on executing messages, executing campaigns, pushing the ads or the the content out to customers. There as we know there are thousands of solutions on the market which address different aspects of that. But I know you've got some interesting ideas about things which need to be done much earlier at a much earlier stage. So talk about how not getting things right at an early stage really makes the last mile kind of uh, almost yeah. irrelevant. It's interesting. I'm glad you asked this because this is very, this is the whole basis of Xylotech research and you know our sort of passion and how we look at this. So typically, if you look at marketeers, they're usually very creative people. Nowadays, they're more data-driven people, but they're, they're kind of visual people. Mm -hmm. And they, they know their work pretty well. They know how the last mile is going to work, what are their tactics involved into a campaign. They come up with lots of interesting ideas. We want to always do a lot of A-B testing and you know, go after these customer you know, hypothesis, segments, whatsoever. Now, that's a very top-down view, mm -hmm. but off lately, and that's why there are like tons of products they've been using and trying and, you know, being promised omni-channel activation, being promised customer 360, being promised lots of buzzwords, and they've been trying, experimenting this top-down, but the reality of the problem is that this problem, you know, it, it is a bottom-up problem. If it is not addressed and seen bottom-up, doesn't help <clears throat> and when we say bottom-up we look at this at a very ID level and ID level on a continuous basis because you know these cannot be addressed in a sort of a one-time project of data quality unification in a manual way while you know you have continuously new customer pouring in you have customer new data you know, existing customer new data coming in. You've been integrating every now and then. Your IT is integrating with new system. Mm -hmm. So it's it's always a moving target. And end of the day, it matters is who are your customer? What are their touch points? What are their ID systems? They use multiple email, multiple IDs. You know, they're sometimes considered as leads, sometimes return as return customers, sometimes existing customers, sometimes loyalty systems you know, system identify them. So all of this is sort of a moving block. So when when we started looking up, we thought maybe, you know, let let marketers manage activation system, which they're really good at, and that's one space we shouldn't be there. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, because it seems like a lot of people are already solving that problem. There are a lot of sophisticated tools. 
but what they don't lack is the right data set or maybe the right information or maybe the right decisioning or trigger point of when, what's that trigger, you know, what time we send where. So we're obsessed of building one of the world's best data and decision pipe mm-hmm. for existing customer in, you know, making sure the customer lifecycle automation is truly automated. When you look at customer lifecycle from the time they get acquired to nurture, to cross-sell, upsell, the whole customer experience, you know, these are like millions and billions of data points and touch points which, you know, has been syncing with your system. As long as that's been in sync, you know, with the power of AI, with the power of big data, you know, big computing, you can optimize all of that. Yeah. This is what we've been doing. So if you look at our system, it's more of ID resolution in a more using machine learning, but then more importantly, there's, there's this data pipe which unifies and enrich not just your internal information of your customer, but also external. And then there are a lot of sophisticated advanced analytic embedded models in the pipe. So you're not at the mercy of like, hey, I need to build a static model and things like mm-hmm. that, and then find out that metrics. So all this happens in this, you know, data decision pipe, and you know, basically at the activation layer, um, it, it is optimized with a local rule setting, mm-hmm. depending on if you're familiar to direct mailing engine, or you're familiar to you want to do website personalization, you want to do, you know, sort of email marketing in a more deeper way. If you're doing card abandonment, <clears throat> but you want to send card abandonment messages very contextually, not a broad, you know, spray and pray sort of a message or coupon, then all of these could be then optimized at that last mile. So there are like several use cases in the activation layer, depending on what you want to do and the different areas of personalization, but we sort of, and that's where we kind of give a complete flexibility on who that marketing team is, what's the problem they're solving, what's the use case, what's the activation system. So tremendous flexibility. Well, there's a, there's a lot there, of course. Um, that takes us through the journey, but I really wanted to focus down on something you said, which I think is very important, because I guess anyone listening to this is familiar with the kinds of problems you can have with data. It can be siloed, it can be incomplete, it can be messy, duplicative. But you raise a really key point, which is identity resolution, because even if your data is in reasonably good shape, if you have all these data points, but you can't append them to the right person or to the same person mm-hmm. because they're meeting you in different channels and on different devices, the ID part of it's really crucial, isn't it? Yeah, no, and absolutely, like you said, it is crucial. At the same time, this challenge is never ending because customer yes. keeps adding newer information, newer devices, newer email ID, and you know, newer address and. You know, it's it's a dynamic situation with the customers, so why not having a system which also keep up with that dynamism? You know, it's a lot of people think, well, you know what, it's a bunch of external data and internal data and we're gonna marry these files and then, you know, something's gonna happen and <laughs> then we're, have, you know, we're, it's all sad. <laughs> it's done. <laughs> but um, it's really trivial, especially yeah. in a world where we live today, which is so much privacy, you know, sort of concern. Um, 
there are a lot of static database providers who are trying to sort of give you list, list, list. But what you really need to know is, you know, and this is a lot of people underestimate the complexity involved in this mm -hmm. because it's not just about like list buying and A plus A is equal to AB and that's my list. You know, it's an it's an ongoing it's kind of an ongoing situation. And if you're talking about certainly B to C, but even now. B to B companies who are trying to understand their audience in a in a very granular way, and you're trying to, as you say, in real time, keep these profiles, keep these identities up to date, appending the best new information. Then that really does suggest you're going to need some kind of artificial intelligence to it. You're not going to do yeah. it with Excel spreadsheets. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm glad you brought this because a lot of our clients are also B2B companies, some of the world's most advanced companies. Mm -hmm. um, and and some of their products are both B2B and B2C, right. so their complexity is even more trivial. But to that point, the, the whole idea resolution or the way the account mapping works there, it's even more complex because it's an ID level. And then, you know, it's hard to know who in that organization is the person who visited my website? You know, because you, even in, it's hard, like unlike in the individual situation. And it's a contact, then those contacts are mapped back to the right account, and then the account are back, you know, mapped back to a parent account, and then ultimate, so this whole account hierarchy right. is a challenge, and then, you know, contact versus account. So it's more trivial, it's more complexity, it's been, uh, but, you know, the marketing maturity is unprecedented in B2B, you know, in terms of, you know, getting up to customer analytics now or getting into ideal resolution at the same time, it's, it's pretty much there. So I would say they, they understand the complexity sometimes a little bit more, but mm -hmm. they've never paid attention until recently they've started doing this and ABM revolution has helped that. Yeah. Um, we often talk at Xylotech uh, we often evangelize this idea of hybrid funnel world, which has lead into all this, you know, like, uh, so where the, the Salesforce driving this whole lead funnel thing, and we say now it's more account-based marketing, so if you merge the two, you need to have systems in place which are not just, you know, lead funnel savvy, but a hybrid funnel savvy, and one other thing could be a product like ours, which helps you map you know, existing lead with an existing account, those kind of thing, which is end of the day is mm -hmm. idea resolution at the same time. Absolutely. And here's kind of like a, an easy question. Do you, we're all hearing the phrase customer data panel. Is that simply what you are or would you describe yourself differently? Yeah, no, it's interesting. Um, you mentioned that and, you know, we've definitely covered by both Gartner, Forrester and lots of report as one of the most key pure play customer data platform, mm -hmm. they call it pure play, pure play, because they also, everyone recognized that there are a whole bunch of companies, which is, anyone today is touching some form of customer data is sure. a customer data platform. Right. So this category itself is very frenzy, and um, well, in one way it's good that we got a lot of, you know, traction, publicity, we get a lot of RFPs, we're considered as, Top three, top four, sophisticated CDP because the way we are, we we the way we play this up is, you know, we position ourselves as a self-learning CDP, which is mm -hmm. more next gen than some of the traditional CDP. Um, 
the traditional CDP or the typical CDP in this category was more of, you know, data integration, data management, some bit of analytics, library, do-it-yourself do, do it sort of a thinking, and then activation. Well, what we end up doing is automating all of that and leveraging AI in a reality than more of an advertising. Um, so we would, would like to continue play and see how this, in, you know, coming, in coming days we're seeing a lot of maturity and educations going around. We do come across customers saying, well, I know the typical CDPs are just a bunch of integration with some bit of data management, Hadoop and a GUI, and you know, <laughs> yeah. that's not what we want, and we've been using, we, we get a lot of calls from existing CDP users, right. and they say, well, we thought this is going to happen, but you know, we have now all the data, but there's still not enough insight, and we can't afford a lot of data scientists to work on these CDPs to get those insights. Yes, yes. So it's actually helping, one thing is that because the CDP is getting mature, the education is getting mature, you know, you're not trying to educate people what is CDP. Mm -hmm. So that way it's, it's really helpful. Let's flip the coin and talk about the early days. It's something we haven't really spoken about before. How did you get the idea? Where did you see the opportunity? How did the concept of Xylotech come together for you? Yeah, no, I'm glad you asked that. So, um, so I'm a product-centric CEO. I was a data scientist even before the world data scientists became <laughs> sexy enough. Um, and so this is my second start. In my earlier company, I was the head of product, and we had this whole customer 360 product. And we used to work for large automobile companies and uh, a bunch of the stuff. So when I took my sabbatical and went to school, uh, back and I did my MBA at Sloan and then I worked for this, uh, you know, customers um, analytics and intelligence lab, you know, mm -hmm. it was a DARPA funded lab oh, at DARPA. MIT called CCL. Yeah. Um, one other thing I, I brought on the table was a lot of past years industry experience. So I roped in one of my ex-colleague from GE and we both or the current co-founder, me and Iqbal, in Xylotech. And why I'm giving you this background is because we were amazed at what's happening in around 2010-11 with this whole big data revolution and AI is just kind of shaping up and we thought, well, the relational data is gone now, so much flexibility and there's so much digital disruption. What if you know that when customer data, the way at ratio or the, the rate in which it's getting generated, it's not being analyzed. Mm -hmm. If there's a way you can bring that speed in and you can do sort of real-time analytics and real-time segmentation, real-time work, which in our past life we have seen, you know, year-long exercises, months long, yeah. you know, by the time we started, it was still a couple of months, you know, now maybe a couple of weeks, but it's still not real time. And for companies who are also doing a couple of weeks, they have like armies of data scientists. So oh, Iqbal, okay. my colleague, she, was, she built the team at Target. She was managing 500 people. Not every company can afford 500 data scientists in a time like this. Right. So we thought there should be something. You know, there should be. We're not out there to replace data scientists because data scientists could do several things. But the most biggest buck for your money is 
and leveraging AI, leveraging analytics, if you can automate your customer experience, if you could know who are my customer and what should be my next best action in a, in a sort of a real-time, no-nonsense way and kind of not in a delayed way, why not? So this was our kind of core passion. Uh, let's keep doing and then, you know, that with this we, we start, you know, this as a project and then it became a, now an enterprise-grade product with lots of uh, global customers. So excited. Excellent. Now, I'm sure there are some people listening to this. Uh, they may have... They may have a few things in their stack to try and handle their data, but they're thinking, I've got all this data, I know a lot about my customers, but it's not organized, and the idea of being able to do one-on-one -on -one real time messaging seems so far in the distance. Talk a little bit about how somebody can get started on the journey. Yeah, I know that's very important to um, look at it, that all these buzzwords and all these aspiration you know, what's the crawl, walk, run strategy? Because yeah. there's no magic van, you're so right, where somebody will say, well, you're gonna <laughs> go, you know, there's gonna be rain tomorrow, so, bad customer. <clears throat> so, typically we have seen there are two ways to look at it. One is again, top-down, bottom-up approach. The top-down approach is, you know, and we tell this to all our customer and prospects at the same time, why don't you first focus on those last mile, since your first question about activation, mm -hmm. which are those last mile campaigns you're looking to enhance? Or say, is it card abandonment? You wanna make it individualized? Great, if you wanna, there's a use case, we're trying to work with a company, they're, they're a hospitality giant, and anyone comes on their website, they wanna give them a contextual offer as a pop-up on the website to their existing customer. Right. And, um, you know, that could be a use case. The other could be, you know, it depends. You know, you want to automate email, you want to go sophisticated with direct mail. Yep. So think where those horses you want to automate and think of, you know, putting somebody like us as a card, you know, to putting Xylotech as a card before the horse and kind of think this from a top-down perspective, which is a lot easier. Mm -hmm. The other way of bottom-up is, you know, if there are companies and you're like often struggling with, oh, I don't have a central data, I don't know how many customers I have, I don't even know, you know, I've got some loyalty information, I've got some ABM, but I don't know enough if I have the right coverage, the data quality, why don't I define what's my customer definition and then you know, get started with first having that right data in place before I even start thinking about how to analyze and automate some of those things. So that's, we call it as a bottom-up approach. So you, one can start from either of those approaches, you know. Um, we often suggest there is a lot of value you can get from a product like Xylotech, which is self-learning CDP. But the most primitive thing is if you're if you're able to get a common database of customer, and if every customer is assigned as an ID, and then every ID, depending on their first party data and third party information is getting automated into insights which are consumable by business user, marketer, well, that's, that's a fabulous thing, and that's, that's how one should do it sooner than later. Mm -hmm. um, at the same time, and you know, it also helps now with GDPR and California consumer privacy. So it's also a, it's a norm that sooner or later everyone is trying to move in that direction. Excellent. So 
uh, a range of approaches there. That's the Xylotech story, where Xylotech is today and where it's going. Abby, thank you very much for joining us today. No, thank you for having me. I'm excited.